0: So this is a time of year when the veil between the worlds starts to get thinner. And for those of you who are mediumistic or psychic or intuitive, you may be starting to feel the feels of the world a little bit more acutely. If you go back on my blog through a lot of my psychic and spiritual posts, I have a lot of ghost stories that are true. I'm laughing because I've had some amazing experiences all over the world, and I will be sure to highlight some of those in my newsletter with links to them, but this time of year always brings up a heightened awareness for folks about the spirit realm, and as you know, my friend Carolyn Wilkins and I are holding a Spirit Talks event. We do this every year. This year we're holding it in Cambridge, Massachusetts on October 27th, and we're inviting a live audience to come and sit, and also folks to register online as well for the first time this year to have us read for you. And it's a wonderful event where we pick up energy from the stuff that you bring with you, your loved ones that are crossed over and any psychic information and channeled stuff It's a lot of fun, it's always unique. We never know ahead of time what's gonna come and people find it really valuable. Last year, for example, there was a really, really moving message about a baby and people were crying in the audience even though it didn't necessarily relate to them. So be on the lookout. There will be more emails sent through my newsletter. Get on my newsletter list, the bottom of every one of my main pages on my website, divinelotushealing.com and I'll give you guys the venue and the details soon, but mark your calendars for October 27th. So today, I wanna talk about the psychic energy and imprinting of things. This has been on my mind a lot lately. So if you've ever come to take a class with me or you've ever done any work with me in my Cambridge office, you know that I talk a lot about energetic imprinting. And let me back up first and say that we all have an energy imprint that surrounds our body and it runs through our auric field, the aura. It can expand out when we feel really comfortable. You know when you're in the company of say a friend and you're at dinner with that friend and you haven't seen them in a while and you're catching up with them your energy is expanding to meet there somewhere in the middle and merge. But your energy can also shrink and it will draw in tightly and more closely around your body when it needs to contract because it's either afraid or it doesn't feel quite right or there's some off energy. And so you can oftentimes feel the energy in a room when you walk into it when somebody is, has just had an argument or maybe you go into a store and the clerk has just been disgruntled and you can feel that disgruntledness coming off of them as you're being served and it just doesn't feel right to you and you want to leave, those kinds of things. So energy can imprint and leave itself behind wherever you go. I make a spray for my office because of this, where I use lavender and malaleuca, which is tea tree oil, and I mix them together. They're cleansing, and I spray them in between my client sessions because when people come to my office, their job is to release their energies, their stress, their psychological, mental, emotional stuff and it gets left on the table or the couch or the floor or the chair wherever they've been sitting or laying down. And it's there, if I don't cleanse it and neutralize it, for the next client to walk into. And the same is true in your home. If you have guests come and there's company in the main um, part of your house and they sit on your couch, when they leave, their energy is still imprinted on your couch, so over time it begins to dissipate but you can cleanse it. So I also have noticed, I have noticed over the years, the things in my house that I've purchased come with attachment of energy of other people who have touched them. And a good example to illustrate this right off the bat is crystals. Whenever you buy a crystal at a shop, it's really important for you to cleanse the crystal because it was touched by multiple people's energy fields before it ever reached your hands. And again, depending on the kind of crystal it is, whether it's hard or soft, um, I do different variety of cleansing things. So um, you can go on my blog and look for Tibetan rituals for cleansing crystals. There's a post I wrote many, many years ago, and you can look up how to cleanse your crystals in those specific ways. Uh, This whole world of cleansing your crystals is vast, and it can be very complex, so I'm not going to get into it here today. That'll be another post and and podcast at some point (laughs) if I get around to talking about it again in a concentrated way. But when you cleanse your crystal, what you're doing is you're first of all taking out the energy of the person who found it in the earth and dug it out of the earth or chipped it away from the earth. Then they probably had some sort of broker or transporter who packed it away and brought it in some sort of vehicle or transportation method to somebody who was a third party salesperson. And that person probably ended up selling it to a distributor and the distributor ended up selling it to the person in the store. Maybe it was the owner of the shop at a trade show. So think about trade shows where thousands of people touch the crystals all the time. So you're getting some energy of lay people's hands on the crystals you know all the way down the line so by the time you get it you just just don't know how many people have actually touched your crystal and the energy of all these people has been imprinted on it so it's important to cleanse. Now a few years ago I had some experiences with some of the physical items in my house that really started to sink in with me about energy being attached from other people's energy being attached to the stuff. For example clothing and shoes. I don't buy used clothing anymore I haven't for a long time, and I don't buy used shoes anymore. I haven't for a long time. A few years ago, I was in my mother's town visiting with her, and we went shopping, and I found this really, really expensive pair of loafers. They are so high-end that people in a typical financial, everyday average situation would find it ridiculously exorbitant to spend over a thousand dollars on a pair of shoes but this is the kind of shoes they were and we were in a secondhand store so they were only ten dollars and i went gaga i was like oh deal of the day (laughs) deal of the month deal of the century (laughs) and i bought them and i normally don't do that with shoes because i like my shoes to fit my feet exactly but this was really i got caught up in the um, wow factor of the label and how much of a deal i was getting So I was wearing them around my mother's town for the next few days after that and I started to feel really angry and really sad and really grumpy and just sort of like disgruntled. I was not myself and what I realized was I had been taking on the energy imprint of whoever had worn those shoes before me. I was getting headaches, I was feeling really grumpy towards everybody in my days, and that was unusual because I was having a lovely time on my trip to see my mom and it was just a beautiful vacation and I never have any drama there. I go to see her a lot with my son and there's not a lot of stress or anxiety or fear or worry that come with me on those trips. So for that kind of stuff to be coming up for me, the only thing that changed for me was those shoes. And then I started putting two and two together. When the energy of us imprints on the things that we touch and it stays behind, that can also have an impact on the things that we wear and the things that we use on a daily basis, like our hairbrush, our purses, when we put our purses down in locations and somebody else picks our purse up and moves it, for example. So I got rid of those shoes real fast. I put them back into the donation pile and I said goodbye to them and never again have I ever, ever, ever purchased items that belonged to other people first. I don't go to yard sales anymore. I don't do secondhand clothing stores. I certainly don't do shoes because of that experience. And I feel better now. My energy in my house is tight and right. I'm not bringing in the energy of other people's um, discordant energy. And, And listen, we're all human beings having a great, incredible human experience. We all have good days and bad days. We all have highs and lows and I'm no different so don't think that I'm sitting here saying I'm better than everybody and I'm holier than thou and I have no discordant energy in my life I live in a bubble that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying I've picked up this habit of being very mindful and very cautious with the things that I use on a daily basis so I only buy things that are of first-hand quality now because of that and you can start to think about this too Like I said in the very beginning of this podcast episode, this time of year, September, the fall, moving into October, and even into a little bit of November, the veil between the psychic world and the physical world is very thin. The energy is not as dense, and so we can feel the feels of everything around us that's on a subconscious or intuitive level much more acutely. So I want you to take some inventory of the stuff that you own. Where did it come from? When was the last time you cleaned it? Your pillows, for example. Think about all the stuff that your head comes in contact with throughout your days. Energetic environment of work, of all the restaurants and shops and places that you go, all the errands that you run, all the people that you come in contact with, and then you lay your head down on your pillow at night. When was the last time you washed your pillows? Think about those little tiny things for yourself. Your hairbrush, your jewelry, your... I don't know your games your board games for your kids your cooking utensils where did those come from the things you eat off of on a regular basis how does that all get clean right and start to take stock and do a little bit of energetic hygiene cleaning for yourself i talk a lot in my client practice with people about how we're very conscientious about going to the doctor once a year for our wellness checkups and we're going to our dentist twice a year for our teeth wellness checkups. But we also need to be doing energetic hygiene checkups as well. And this is one of the ways we can do that. So next week, I'm going to bring some stories to you about some of the ghostly experiences and energetic entity experiences that I and some of the people in my life have been having as of late because the veil between the worlds is thin. But for now, I just want you to start taking stock of some of the items in your life. If you come up against frustration or stress or anger or sadness or negativity or worry or anxiety, whatever it is, when you're touching something in your house consistently, perhaps it's time to let it go. (laughs) Or to, at the very least, spray it with melaleuca and lavender. And of course I'm gonna plug myself here I work with a very specific kind of essential oil because it is the most high vibe purest quality oil in the world so if you're interested in getting into oils in such a pure high vibe state and having an experience working with a company that has really incredible ethics please visit the oils tab on my website until next week I will wish you much much joy Looking for more inspired action in your life? Visit me at DivineLotusHealing.com for one-on-one work, courses, essential oils, and a number of my memberships that help you live a divinely connected lifestyle. Want to connect with me on social media? You can find me on Instagram, where I hang out most often, under my business handle, DivineLotusHealing.